6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right. I want to introduce Marnie Panis this afternoon. Her boys uh, were born at the Stollery. Marnie, welcome back to the Radiothon. Hi, Jalen. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Yeah, Marnie, this is how we met. I know, like 15 years ago. (laughs) So many years ago. And actually, I, I remember seeing the story when I was working on global television and I'm going to talk, talk about it and it gets me all teary. And, and, and it was, was this story of, of your family and, and your children. And I, I, I welled up on air just like I am right now. Tell us about Alex and Andrew. Yeah, well, we named them Alex and Andrew because they were born so early, we never got through the A's in the name book. And, and <laughs> it's a true story. We struggled for years to, to try to build a family, and we were able to conceive them through in vitro fertilization, but they were born three and a half months early. Wow. Um, very tiny, very sick, a pound and a half each, and we would spend the next five months living in the neonatal intensive care unit. And literally, the night they were, they were born, they said, what are you going to name them? And like, those are the first two names that popped up in the name book. <laughs> and here we are, Alex and Andrew. Um, Alex, uh, immediately had some, some challenges. He was revived twice on his way to NICU. What is that? (laughs) To to go through that as a parent, Marnie, do you remember that moment? I remember the moment that they were born and and taking little Alex out and doing compressions on him while Andrew was um, being delivered through C-section and they they brought him to another uh, team to, to work on him and I was able to uh, meet Andrew and cut his cord and mm-hmm. do all the things that you want to do in a very um, abnormal situation and push him up into the NICU and moments later, you know, wondering if Alex had survived and then he followed his brother just minutes later and it was quite a moment. So at one week of age, um, the doc- doctors told told you that they didn't think that Alex was going to make it. There were many moments like this, but in this particular day, uh, they said there'd been a change and we were told that, you know, there was nothing more that we could do for Alex. He's on 100% oxygen. He'd been on an uh, intubator for all of his life to this point. You know, there's there's nothing that we can do at this point. So it's time for you to say goodbye. And and so my question was, you know, well, well can we let him decide? We're not ready to withdraw care at this point. Can we let him decide? And, and the response was, well, have you held him yet? Hmm. And we're like, well, no, no, he'd been too sick. So we... All of our family came through two by two to say their goodbyes to Alex to prepare him to prepare us for for this moment and so we all, the whole team got to Alex his heart rate was falling his his uh, vitals were all falling so it took a, imagine a team of four people to li- to lift this tiny pound mm. and a half pound of butter sized person <laughs> outside of the isolate to place on his mum's chest and the moment that he did so his heart rate stabilized. His heart, uh, his vitals uh, stabilized. His oxygen started to come back, and we held him for hours that night. Didn't move, and and slowly got better and better and better. And you know what? He's our 15 year old kid who's going to be coming home from school any moment now. And, and it was that gift that we'll never forget. Just the thoughtfulness to say, you know, we are here to support you and being active parents in this moment, and he needs you more than anybody. And that thought about family centered care brought him to to our lives. Marnie, when you talk about not being able to hold your babies, I mean, that that is heartbreaking to me. How difficult was that for you? 
or nearly impossible. And, you know, since that moment, you know, more babies are held more often, yeah, earlier yeah. and longer because we know that, that that touch is so, so important. So the foundation had really supported the sense of family-centered care where we could create environments where where, where babies can be held by their mm-hmm. by their families in such a meaningful way. Now, the twins ended up spending uh, over, what, 100 days, like over three months yeah. uh, being cared for in uh, NICU and lots of surgeries while they were in there as well. Yeah, so they were in the hospital in total for 123 days. Andrew spent time at the uh, um, university site, and, uh, and Alex was at the Royal Alex site, both Stollery and ICUs. Andrew had a lot of complications later that required many multiple surgeries, so we spent a lot of time separated and with our family. Eventually, we were reunited on family day, like quite mm-hmm. literally on that day as a family, and they got to spend their first day together in the isolate um, since they were born, and that was quite a special moment. But sadly, Andrew never did get to come home with us on, on on uh, April 1st of that year, um, he was tired and, and we knew that and it was mm-hmm. time for him to, for us to say goodbye to Andrew. So he never got to come home, but his story, his, his life, both boys get to live on in, in mm-hmm. all of our lives every single day and even in my work today. Yeah, without a doubt. And, um, and, and Alex is doing great now. 15 years, when did that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but you know... <laughs> Uh, just this, two nights ago, I've been laying in bed and Alex jumps into bed with me and he's like, you know what? He's telling me all about all of his reading about his science test that he's studying all these things for his science test the next day. And he's telling me all these things like I had no idea what he was talking about. But there was moments in my mind that flashed back to all of those days yeah. where in the earlier when I was reading them stories in Isolette, you know, tucking him in to Dr. Seuss as a little <laughs> tiny baby. And here he is tucking me into STEM, uh, you know, like science and tech and all these things. And all of that happened because of those gifts that we yeah. received as a family from, from the Stollery. Marnie Panis joining me this afternoon. Uh, Marnie, uh, what, do you, what does, I, I'm sure Alex knows everything about Andrew, um, yeah, but how, yeah, how, how do you keep him alive in, in, in your home and in, in, your, in your world these days? He's always like both Alex and Andrew, their lives. I'm just, as I'm talking to you, their pictures are behind me. You yeah. can't see it now, but they're, my, they're, they're part of my story. They're part of my work. I get to talk about them every day. Andrew's mm-hmm. a very much part of Alex's life. On April 1st of every year, we celebrate you know, Alex's birthday on, on their birthday, but on April 1st every year, we go to the cemetery, we have a little family pizza party, <laughs> and we celebrate Andrew's Angel Day. Mm-hmm. And we've done that ever since. And I know the NICU itself has a number of chairs that are in the unit that were supported through a lot of donations uh, through the foundation to create spaces for families to hold their babies. And so, you know, his, that legacy still lives on today. And I know there's families still holding those, their babies on, on those special chairs. And mm-hmm. that's a gift that Andrew still continues to give. Uh, Marnie, when, when uh, you, you, I mean, you talk about where you are now, you, you, this all led to pursuing a career in health administration, um, working at, at the Stollery as well. But when you look back at, at that time, um, and and try to sum up what the Stollery and the and, and the doctors and the nurses and the teams gave to your family. Can, what would you say? Well, well, I don't know if I could even surmise all of that, but if I really had to think back, all of the best things in my life today 
my my job, my career, my son, my family, his his, his other parent, all the best things that are in my life today be, happened because of those experiences in NICU 15 years ago. You know, where I started volunteering at the Stollery Children's Hospitals uh, as a, one of the uh, chairs of the Family Centered Care Council to uh, going into a career in family-centered care at the Stollery that was supported by the foundation. All the things that that led to where I'm at today in my life all happened because of the countless gifts that we were given through the people who were in the business to care. And I can tell you that they cared about our family in ways to this day we're still very close to to to, to his family. When I go back to the NICU, it's the only home our own, our whole family was ever together and it still feels like home. So if I said one word, it's home. It's home. It feels like home. Marnie, uh, before I let you go here, is there anything else that you want the folks who are listening to to, to know about um, your Stollery children, your time there, and, and, and what the Stollery means for this community and, and for families like yeah. yours? I have had the absolute privilege of traveling around the world now and visiting other ICUs and NICUs and visiting other children's hospitals. And I can say with the full full heart and knowledge that we have uh, a world-class jewel in this or uh, in this city and so we are so fortunate to have the type of care that we have the the foundation to support the the people are providing that essential care uh, we need to support this this foundation because we are so so blessed to have them in our city marnie panis joining me this afternoon can't wait to see you in person soon my friend Oh, me too. Big hugs. Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Marnie Panis joining us this afternoon, telling us about uh, her boys, Alex and, and Andrew, who, who Alex, who is turning 50, is 15 years old, and, and Andrew, who passed away uh, just 123 days after coming into this world early, uh, born at 24 weeks. They each weighed just over one pound.